Welcome to the Back Row Ravens Show, where we talk all things Baltimore Ravens. From player news, rumors, and even fantasy football expectations. And now, your hosts, Bob and Blake. What is up, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Back Row Ravens Show. Bob and Blake here to go over the latest Ravens news for you. We're going to recap that Titans game for you, and we're also going to preview the upcoming playoff game against those Buffalo Bills. So, uh, Ramey, how are you doing, man? How has this week treated you after the big win in Nashville? Man, I just got back from vacation. Um, I mean, everyone knows what happened last weekend, and I feel great and I'm ready for uh, um I mean I'm really just been preparing for this week and to be honest with you that win was great but the cherry on top was watching the Steelers get pummeled man it, it was so <laughs> this weekend honestly couldn't have been better I, honestly when I, when I went to bed Sunday I woke up Monday and had to just process like it felt like a dream you know what I mean but yeah man I've been good how about you yeah yeah I'm, I, I'm doing all right man you know had a had a pretty crazy week, you know. I'm here in Tennessee, and um, so everyone are Titan. They're Titans fans around here. So I caught I caught a lot of shit last week, uh, to say the least. Um, <laughs> I bet you and did. I stayed pretty humble, you know. I, uh, I it, but I'll tell you what, I was nervous. I was nervous about the game, and I know you were too. Um, I was extremely confident going into uh, the game last year in the playoffs against Tennessee, and. I was just shocked, and um, but this one, listen, they've had our number the last couple of games, and so, um, yeah, I was extremely nervous going into yeah. it. If I'm being honest with you, and I think you just said it best, you really hit the nail on the head, we are, I mean, this is just my opinion, as like a team just on the roster, like as a roster, like we either are the way better team in Tennessee, you know what I mean? But it's one of those things, like the rival, it's just a rivalry game, and they always have our number, man. So to be honest with you, to get them out of the way is was just huge for us. And I mean, again, like everybody from the fans to the players to the coaches, everybody's emotions are just running so high right now. Like I think between them or Pittsburgh was probably like the biggest win for us emotionally. And I think that's like the, the real kick, uh, the kick this team needed, I guess. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it gets them over the hump, um, especially with Lamar. But, you know, I remember this. You know, I've got a few years on you. And I remember um, back, you know, in 2000 uh, when we won that first Super Bowl, um, we had to go through Tennessee a couple of times that year. And we were the first team to to hand them a loss in that stadium. Uh, back then it was called Adelphia Stadium. Um, you know, we handed them their first loss ever there. And we did it twice that year. Um, if you know, you've seen the highlights where, you know, Ray Lewis takes that, that interception away that kind of bounces out of Eddie oh, George's yeah, hands. Oh, yeah, man, that's a classic. That's a yeah. classic. I wasn't, I wasn't quite alive for that, but <laughs> <You know? laughs> I wasn't here yet. <laughs> no, no. But, yeah, yes, yeah. that is a classic. I know that. Yeah, so, you know, I remember that. And, um, you know, that was uh, that was quite a memory. And, 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 and Tennessee's kind of had a, a you know, it's it, – it, it, it it's they don't like they don't like Baltimore. Let's just put it that way. I, I catch it a lot. Right. Um, they hate us, but I'll tell you, the away team always wins, and um, that stayed true this this past week. And I'll tell you, it was a uh, it was an incredible experience for me, as you know. You know, I went to the game, oh, yeah, uh, sat five I guess five rows 
uh, off the field, um, you know, thanks to a good, good buddy of mine, uh, Jason. You know, we were looking at tickets all week and uh, a group of my friends, and, and they all bailed out pretty damn quick because the nosebleed seats were probably about 350 to 400 bucks a piece after, you know, your StubHub fees and all that crap that they get you with. Um, so, yeah, my guys, man, they bailed out pretty quick on that, but, it, you know, me and my buddy Jason, who I think I've mentioned before on the show, his, his name's Jason Guskowski, and um, his cousin is Steven Guskowski. Uh, they're the same age. They've they grew up together, more like brothers than anything. Really, really close. Um, and uh, needless to say, we didn't really have to get tickets because Stephen came through and uh, got us a couple of seats. Um, you know, we sat kind of with Stephen's family, his wife, and his kids. Um, so it was a great, great experience. It was a little cold. We sat oh, in the yeah, shade. Yeah, it was. Uh, yeah, yeah. It was a little. It was a little chilly. Um, but didn't have to pay a thing, uh, hell of a trip, you know, had a good time, had a few drinks before the game, ate some damn good pizza, um, you know, went down there, enjoyed the game. It was a nail biter. Uh, after the game, we actually went over to Steven Guskowski's house for a while, uh, kind of hung out. That was uh, pretty neat, you know, got to see his Super Bowl rings with the Patriots. He had three of them and you know, kind of showed us around, uh, you know, his house. It's kind of his forever home, him and his wife, um, you know, have got down down in uh, Franklin, Tennessee. So uh, just a great, great trip altogether. I was wore out uh, Monday coming back in, but uh, just a, a very, very, very good time. I, I, I did, you know, I think I told you, and I posted a, a video of this, but uh, the post-game interview <laughs> – you, you oh, know how man. you know how how great Lamar is and just oh yeah man. how respectful you know how respectful he is towards the media towards everyone he's just he's great he's humble he's it doesn't look like very much gets to him but during that game when all the ravens were running through the tunnel i was right there at the tunnel um, you know, John Harbaugh was, you know, telling us all, thank you for being there. It was just, it was a great, great experience. And Lamar kind of hung out to do the post-game interview. And there was this one Titans fan uh, that stayed right there in the group of us Ravens fans. And we're screaming, we're chanting MVP, we're doing all kinds of stuff, telling Lamar we love him. Um, you know, we're super hyped, man. We just beat Tennessee. So this guy was just cussing Lamar. I mean, cussing and screaming at Lamar. You know, throughout the whole interview, uh, Lamar was going, you know, you effing suck, you suck, you mother effer. I mean, just constant. We're yelling at this guy, telling him to get the hell, get <laughs> get this jackass out of here. You know, we're he was just screaming at Lamar. And it was so friggin' annoying, but I'll tell you the greatest thing. And I actually posted. There's a video um, that I posted on our Instagram page at Ravens Authentic. Um, check us out on Instagram, by the way, Ravens Authentic. If you look at that video, it kind of shows Lamar throwing his glove into the stands, and this one kid kind of catches it. He's super hype. You know, Lamar was about to throw his gloves at me, but that jackass was right beside me. And he was just screaming bloody mur murder at Lamar. And, and Judon was there as well. Matthew Judon was standing right there and was pointing and laughing at the Titans fan. Okay? Now, this is after Giad Ward, like, was flipping off the fans and <laughs> all that, you know, because of the way they were disrespecting um, 
you know, the, the, the team. But Lamar pointed at the guy right after he chucked his gloves up at that fan. He pointed right at the dude right beside me, pointed at him. And um, I don't know if I want to say it on the air, but Lamar said, F you, get the F out of here. You know, I uh, I, I got a kick out of that because we were all wanting to cuss the guy because he's cussing out Lamar. He points, and you can see this in that video on our Instagram page. Um, you see him point after he chucks his glove. He points up to the other side, which is right at me and this guy. And he's like, F you, get the F out of here. And, and, and Judon just starts laughing at the guy. And, uh, you know, I just loved seeing Lamar get pissed for a change. You know, it was uh, it was quite entertaining, to say the least. Well, yeah, I mean, and to be honest with you, it's not really a side of Lamar you see often. But, I mean, this guy just, I've never seen a more, well, I mean, there's been a lot of scrutinized players in sports. But, man, for a guy that's so humble, I've really never seen a, a player get hated on more so, like, unnecessarily. Mm-mm. But to be honest with you, I mean, you know how it is. That guy, the Titans fan, you're referring to is probably pissed drunk and i mean man if anybody's ever been to a sporting event you always know there's that one fan you know what i mean <clears throat> so oh, there there was a million of them where i was but hey hang on one second hang on do you hear that no be quiet hold on be quiet real quick do you hear that that's i think i hear the lamar haters oh wait i don't hear <laughs> shit i don't hear <laughs> shit all of a sudden, all those Lamar haters can get the hell out. They can go on with that shit. Go, go piss on someone else. Oh, Lamar can't have a bad game. He can't win the big one. He can't do this. Son of a bitch ran for a million yards, had a hell of a game. Um, so those guys, you know, piss off. All right. You Man, know. it's just it's really really so refreshing. And, and to be honest with you, like it, the the story is still unwritten. There's a lot left to go, but that narrative being gone is so 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 great and i know i know how these people work i know how the media works they're just going to keep coming back at us with something i don't know what the next one is whether this um i mean i'm assuming if i had to guess they're going to make a storyline out of this snow game that could potentially happen this saturday but man just for him to shut everybody up in a game against tennessee who's given him hell ever since he started and to be honest with you the I know everybody tried to make a storyline out of the post game and not shaking hands, whatever. And I don't know if anybody saw. It's a Titans player named Will Compton talking about the what, what the aftermath of the game and not shaking hands. The guy completely deflected it. And to be honest with you, I I, I loved it. I loved every single second of it. And I wish they would do it again. I got no respect for Tennessee. No. As an organization, they're just scumbags, Dude, Malcolm man. Butler. Malcolm Butler, I mean, yep, Malcolm Butler the... flipping off, you know, Lamar. They're up 10 to nothing, it's and like he's flipping off Lamar. That. Yeah, yeah, he's acting like a piece of shit, man. You know, you and, don't act like that. You know, Lamar don't deserve that. He doesn't do anything to, you know, provoke people or anything like that. And this guy's just trying to step on you while you're down. Well, he can step on something else because he's sitting on the fucking couch right now. Right. And, well, and we're not. I don't, know. I don't know if you saw the clip I sent you, but... The guy that Will Compton, I'm I'm referring to, mm-hmm. he talked about the Titans and their the the logo BS, saying that they break down their team huddle on every logo, like that's a thing they do. That is BS. I'm calling that out. That is BS. Malcolm Butler's out there chirping to Harbaugh, and everybody knows the deal. We're not stupid. Well, and to be honest with you, I, I will never. Every night I've went to bed since Sunday ended, 
that image of Deshaun Elliott cleating that Titans logo. Oh, my God. Well, I will tell you. I will tell you. I was at the game. So before the game started, you know, right, uh, you know, 1 o'clock, they do the intros. Um, you know, it's just a couple of minutes before kickoff when TV's about to start. And, and all of the, all of the uh, Titans players did go out on their logo. But they did it more in a sense to kind of look at the Ravens. And it, it was more of a knock like, we're playing the Ravens. We're out on our logo. Ha ha, look at us. We're out here. You know, it was almost like another one of those things that they did in Baltimore earlier in the season. But they did do that in this game. Now, when Baltimore ended up winning that game, when we got that, that turnover there with Marcus Peters, Obviously, we've all seen the videos of Baltimore going out on the field, stomping on the logo, yada, yada, yada. They didn't show it on television, but the man, Titans players came out onto the field and was trying to fight. So, you know, I guess during commercial or something, I don't know because, you know, I wasn't watching it on TV. Um, you know, Titans players, there was a shit ton of them, ran out on the field and started trying to attack Ravens players for being out there on their logo. So it was a scuffle. Um, which I think was dur obviously during a commercial break. It was a pretty good scuffle. And then, you know, when we come back from break, then, you know, they penalized Baltimore for, you know, taunting and everything like that, which they should have. I mean, that's what they did. But yeah. Yeah, that was the best 15-yard penalty I've seen all year. Oh, absolutely. I mean, you can call it bonehead. You can call it whatever you want. Everyone saw it coming. And, I mean, it, it was really and truly, it was, it was really poetic. You know what I mean? Oh, it was it, really, it was beautiful, it, and and I, I mean a lot of it's emotion. I mean I was just speaking from emotion right there, but I, when I say I have no respect for Tennessee, it's it's false, it's it's really emotion, but emotion speaking when I say that because I do I do have some respect for Tennessee, and when I say that I mean with Derrick Henry, I got respect for Derrick Henry. He's a really humble guy, mm -hmm. selfless guy. Same for AJ Brown, and I mean even Tannehill. I mean they're all um, great players, but I I just I'm sorry I can't respect that. That Mal Malcolm Butler, man, I, I can't get on board with that. I, well, look, granted, <clears throat> I know how sports work. People talk. It just, I don't know, I can't get with it. I can't. Yeah, you're just acting like trash at that point. But, Absolutely. you know, I've been through, like I said, I live in Titans country and Titans territory. So I've seen, um, I saw how they treated Steve McNair. I saw how they treated Eddie George. Those guys were the only faces of their organization, and they treated them like shit. And I mean, I'm talking treated them like garbage. I mean, I, I remember McNair or, or Eddie George. They wanted to restructure his contract. He didn't want to do that. Um, everybody knew that he was going to get cut. So that, if I'm not mistaken, I apologize if I am to anyone listening out there, but they ended up cutting him at the last possible second after free agency, that kind of that, those first couple of waves of free, free agency, so that so that when they cut him, he couldn't really go make any money anywhere. And it pissed off Eddie George pretty bad. And so when they cut him, they wanted to bring him back at, you know, a portion of his salary. He took less money to go play for the Cowboys. That's how pissed off he was with the organization. So, yeah, they, they did him dirty. But Steve McNair, for crying out loud, they wanted him to take a 50% pay cut. If I if my memory serves me correct, 50%, they wanted to rework his contract, pay him substantially less, which he absolutely refused. Uh, of course I mean, I'm not going to do say, that. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, nobody, you know, any I don't care who you are. They come to you right now and say, hey, we're going to pay you half. Here, sign here. You're like, I ain't signing shit, bro. But um, that's what they tried to do. And, and get this, he wouldn't do it, 
And so what they did, he was working out, man. He was in the facilities. He was on the property lifting weights with his teammates. The Tennessee Titans had security escort Steve McNair out. They came in, grabbed him, escorted him out of the building because they their, their quote was they didn't want to risk him getting hurt by working out. But they had security basically kick <laughs> his ass out because he wouldn't sign. He got so pissed, he said, cut me, release me, get you know, release me, which they did. And uh, he ended up being a Raven for the next few seasons. Um, you know, led us to a hell of a, hell of a, you know, put us on a hell of a run, um, you know, for the next few seasons. And uh, yeah, and yeah. I, I, it's funny you say that because I've, I've really been thinking about this really this whole week. And I mean, at the end of the day, what you just, all that you just said right there, it's bad business. I mean, that can go the same for what's going on with, in Houston right now. But man, in Baltimore, we've really been truly blessed and great front office, great management. And I mean, people can say what they want about our team, about our players, about our coaches, whatever the case may be. Man, we have always been a top-notch organization, and it's very commonly known. Yeah, Des Bryant has come out. You know, Des Bryant's come out over the last few weeks, and he's talked about how much he loves his team and how much he loves the environment. He's never seen anything like it. Um, Yeah, so that says a lot. Yeah, absolutely. And I I know Harbaugh gets his fair share of, like, I mean, especially during that whole COVID thing, people were coming out out Harbaugh as a person. Man, look, again, I am 18 years years old. I don't know really any other coach. I mean, I know Billick for a while, but, man, it, it was really Harbaugh. Like, I grew up with Harbaugh, and to be honest with you, I wouldn't have another guy. And, and whenever Harbaugh decides to hang it up or whatever, the, whenever he is no longer in Baltimore, because, I mean, it's inevitable it's going to happen one day, but it's going to be a very, very, very dark day. Love the guy, man. A great coach. Not a... Not a Big XO, XO's guy, but just uh, he could get through to you. And the, are those clips of him talking to Dobbins and Lamar, man, it's heartwarming. It, it is. It really, really is. <clears throat> and, you know, and I, I go back to, you know, when Ray Lewis still played, you know, watching Ray Lewis come off the field, and, and he's hugging Ray Lewis and say, I love you. Oh, man. You know, and they're telling each other they love each other. And uh, so, you know, this goes way back for me, you know, seeing, Absolutely. you know, from day one with him. Um, and, you know, and I, I, I went through – I experienced all the Billick years. Um, some of those were very, very frustrating. Uh, I will <laughs> say, you know, so, you know, he was known as t- to be this offensive, you know, genius, which never really, uh, translated to our team, but Hey, whatever. I mean, I'm, I'm thankful for him. We were blessed. He got us a super bowl and, 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 you know, thanks to Dilfer and, and, and Jermaine Lewis and Jamal Lewis. And, you know, that defense was just phenomenal. Um, you know, we was, we was very, very blessed, uh, with that one as well. So. And again, like going just back to Harbaugh real quick, it, it's it's genuine. It's so authentic. You cannot fake that as a coach. And I think it's very. Um, and look, these past couple seasons, people can say Lamar saved Harbaugh's job. I mean, it's maybe true. It's probably. Yeah, I mean, it's true. It is true. Harbaugh did get his job saved, but man, I, I just really think firing Harbaugh would have been a horrible, horrible idea. Great, great leader, just team guy. Man, I. That's our coach. Is all I'm gonna Absolutely. say. Absolutely. Yeah. Speaking we're blessed. of coaches, real quick, just came <clears throat> through my phone. Not really Ravens related, but I guess it can be. Uh, Robert Sala just got hired for the New York Jets. Uh, who's that? Uh, the 49ers defensive coordinator. So I guess that's one less coaching job for Wink Martin. I mean, he, you know, Wink Martin hasn't even got an interview yet. You know, I think I think these guys. Uh, honestly, I think these teams think that Wink's just too old. Yeah, there's a trend going right now. Um, 
in the NFL. It's hire these young, young guys. Yeah. Hire young these offensive. youngsters. I mean, hell, you should. You're 18. You should throw your damn name out there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Somebody give, give you give a me, shot. Give me the clipboard or clipboard. Yeah. Sorry, give me a visor. Let's get yeah. it. I'm telling you that that's just the trend. I mean, you know, Wink's just old. Uh, Everyone's old looking new. for a McVeigh. Yeah, they really, really are. That's exactly what they're looking for. Uh, you know, same thing with Stefanski. Shit like that. Yes. You know, that's what they're they're trying to find is that young, <laughs> young guy to you know that's. Uh, thinking outside the box or whatever the hell you want. You're not the not the old dog. You can't teach new tricks to. Yeah. That's and like this that's what could, they I could be wrong here, and this could come back to bite me. And I, I mean, I said this at the beginning of the coaching pool. I don't see anybody taking up Wink Martindale. I just he's one of those guys for me that like I don't see um, him being. You know, there's some guys like they're just better off as coordinators. You know what I mean? And he's yeah. one of them. That's yep. just my opinion. And to be honest with you, I just feel like there's great head coaching candidates out there that are just way better than Wink Martindale. And again, it's no offense to him because he's great at his job. But I mean, head coach, I mean, that's a completely different role. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I, I think you're you're managing people. You're you're, you're managing absolutely. a lot of stuff. You're not just drawing up uh, defensive schemes and blitz oh, yeah. packages. You know. So I mean, I don't. I yeah. really don't. If you're a Ravens fan, I really don't think you have to worry about. I mean, as People want Roman to leave on his own, but if you're if you're worried about our offensive coordinator or defensive coordinator getting hired, I really wouldn't be. I mean, it's, I mean, the coaching pool has been open for a little bit now, and I mean they haven't got an interview, so. Well, I, mean, I can see I, I can see Greg Roman um, being gone at some point. I don't know if it's going to be anytime soon, but <clears throat> just like the young coach is the trend. Look at what's going on with with quarterbacks now. <clears throat> okay. You know, Lamar, he oh, yeah. didn't really he didn't really start the scrambling, you know, running type of quarterback thing. You know, we can go back to Randall Cunningham and 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 obviously Michael Vick and people like Donovan McNabb and guys that could do that. But, you know, the only guy that really, really, you know, Randall Cunningham was the, the original. That was the OG right there. Um, Michael Vick changed things you know quite a bit but Lamar has really really changed things and you've got these guys like Russell Wilson and you've got these guys like uh, Dak Prescott and now you got Jalen Hurts and even Josh Allen to an extent you know these guys that can run but you got people like Josh Field or Justin Fields coming coming up and 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 a lot more quarterbacks are going to Lamar has has changed things to where I think it's going to open up a lot more opportunities for that type of quarterback um, to get an oh, opportunity yeah. in the NFL, and that way I think that Greg Roman will always have a a job because now he he was known at one point like oh he coached you know Michael Vick well you can you can throw you can put that baby to bed because now he's going to be known as the guy that coached Lamar Jackson and that those Lamar Jackson years where he was running all over the place <laughs> and setting records and all this other shit hey that Greg Roman did that you know that was Greg Roman so he's always going to have like job security um, if he can get his hands on a quarterback like that, so I don't, um, don't want to yeah. say Roman's job's completely in the. Like, I don't think I don't want to say he has complete security. I don't want to say that, just because we still have games to play. You know what I mean? Like if we go out there Saturday, which I don't think we're gonna do this, but if we go out there and it's a completely offensive implosion, then I feel like you have to. You know what I mean? I mean, 
I don't want the guy to leave just because we've been so successful down the stretch and we're stringing off games and I don't even want to focus on the negatives. But, I mean, there's James Urban who could potentially take his role. But I don't know. I just think you got to... I mean, he's rolling right now and he seems to be picking it up as of late. And I think he finally started to... You know, change it up a little bit. You know what I mean? He he has. He's he's become a little bit more innovative when it comes to Hollywood Brown. You know, oh, <coughs> finding oh, finding we're other talk about him. Oh we're yeah, we talk will. about him. You know, he's finding ways to get the ball to him uh, more often. But I will say, without jumping the gun with the with the Buffalo Bills or anything, but if we can get that number one wide receiver, which you and I have kind of talked about this, we're kind of watering at the mouth a little bit because there's a lot of potential free agents. Um, oh, you know, yeah. <clears throat> Allen Robinson, but, um, you oh, know, yeah. there's okay. a lot of, <laughs> there's I, a lot. I want to, I, I will be recruiting that guy. I mean, we're going to be doing our podcast. We're going to be mm-hmm. talking draft all off season long. I just want to make this very, very clear. Now I will be recruiting him all off season until he signs a contract, whether it's with us or with somebody else, he will be being recruited by me, whether he <laughs> yes. sees it or not. <laughs> yeah. It, you know, but, but here, here's the thing though, is, is. Look at that Buffalo offense. I'm not going to get into the Buffalo game just just yet, but let's just talk about the Buffalo offense. Last year was a little vanilla. It was a little bland. They didn't have that number one wide receiver. You know, they had Smokey Brown, whatever, um, Cole Beasley. Um, but look, look how much better Josh Allen looks now that they have Stephon Diggs. Look, and look, I guess this could be a very, very obvious take. But, I mean, I don't want to discredit Josh Allen at all because he's a great quarterback and he's come, like, a long way personally as a quarterback and as a player. But Josh Allen wouldn't be the quarterback. He, I mean, the whole offense wouldn't be what they are without Diggs. I mean, as no. obvious as that is. But he took them to a new level. Look, Lamar is already where he's at. MVP, just, I mean, top-of-the-table guy. And he doesn't have a number one. Like, look, Kyler has Hopkins. Allen has Diggs. Go get Lamar. I mean, Baker has Jarvis. I mean, even a guy like Jarvis is perfect. He's a, I mean, he's a number one. Absolutely. So I, I just think this year, I mean, this offseason, you have so many options. You have, I mean, Robinson, like you said. There's Galladay out there. I mean, if God, if the Buccaneers allow Godwin to hit the open market, which I don't think they will. No way. No way. But if, I mean, even if he does, like, dude, you got to throw that guy a yacht. Like, you, you have to. Give them all the crab cakes in the world. I don't care what you have to do. They're at some point. I mean, if we don't get a, for, I mean, for years we've been looking for a receiver, and it just we've always come up short, and we've always been disappointed as fans. But this year, and I don't know how many more years you can like fail Lamar because I, I would say, for years we were failing Flacco by not putting weapons around him. I mean, granted there were years with Bold and obviously Tory gave him a couple good years. Uh, but I, I, you have to give Lamar a guy besides five nine Hollywood Brown. You know what I mean? And you yeah. know what's funny? I was reading mock drafts, and I don't know if you're familiar with Rondell Moore from uh, I think it's Purdue. So I, I saw it was a receiver, and that was the guy we were in the, this mock draft we projected to get. So I look him up, and that's what I do with all the guys that are mocked to Baltimore. He's a five nine receiver. I almost threw my phone. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't even want to go through that again. But yeah, man, you have to capitalize on this offseason. Here's the thing: we, it, it, money plays a huge part. Uh, yes. We don't know where the salary cap's going to be. Um, we have guys we still have to pay. We've got to figure out. You know, we 
what we're doing with Judon and Yannick Ngakwe. We've got to figure that that fiasco out. But, you know, with Godwin, I don't want Kenny Galladay. The guy can't stay healthy. You know, you got Juju, yeah. who's going to be probably a free agent. Corey Davis <laughs> is a free agent. Curtis Samuel, Corey, Will, yes. Will uh, Fuller, are, Antonio yeah. Brown, for crying out loud. Um, but <clears throat> Allen Robinson is the guy that yeah, I would want. Yeah. yeah, because he's a guy that, that can catch those 50-50 balls. And we've talked about this a million times on this show. And, um, you know, that's what Lamar tends to throw uh, is that type of – you know, lob, touch pass, things like that. Um, and l- let me use an example here because I think that's perfect what you just said. So go back to set- or Sunday when Lamar throws that horrible ball. I don't know if the ball slipped out of his hands. I don't know what happened. But, I mean, regardless, it was a horrible throw. And I'm not trying to defend him here, but it's – I think as a receiver, you have to try to play DB and pry it away. You know what I mean? Allen Robinson, I don't think he lets that be an interception. Or he, I mean, why was Boykin didn't even try? Well, I'm going to tell you, I was, (laughs) I was right in front of that ball, you know, where I was sitting, and there is no other way to explain it. It was just a shit throw. (laughs) Yeah, it was. Okay, Uh, it 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 was a bad bad throw. He, I mean, the the he just underthrew it, man. That was a mallard. Now I'll tell you, it kind of floated. It it floated. Um. But he just underthrew the ball. I'm going to tell you right now, you know, Miles would have probably had that, you know, pass. But, um, you know, that was the first shot, you know, he'd thrown downfield. And he just didn't put enough pepper on it, man. That, that, that's yeah. all there is to it. And you know, you need to take him to the sideline. Yeah, man. you got you to step into that shit, man. You got to chuck it. You know, the one thing you want to do is you want to overthrow that shit. You don't want to underthrow it because that is what happens. And, um, and the thing so. is, again, if you don't, if you fail to surround your franchise quarterback with more weapons, you know what I mean. How long do you let him? I mean, Snead's a free agent, so there's still like there's pressure on the the wide receivers this year. I mean, do you bring Snead back? Do you? I mean, do you bring back Snead, Boykin, Hollywood? Do you just allow like allow it to be the same receiving core, or do you go and get someone who's gonna take you to the next level? You know what I mean. And if you don't do that, I mean, at what point is are we going to get figured? I mean, I just don't – I mean, for any quarterback, even Mahomes, you're not going to let a guy like Mahomes throw to Snead, Boykin. And it's, it's just not a good receiving court. It's not. Plain – I mean, just period. It's not. Listen, I, I, I like Willie Snead. I like oh, him. Yeah. But he makes too much money for a guy that might catch one pass per game. Now, right. sometimes those pass – those catches are very, very important. Love him. Love him. But – I think, uh, you know, I think we can use Devin DuVernay for that type of role. Um, even Possibly even Miles Boykin. Oh, um, man. <sighs> you know, we, could, we could use someone like that. Um, you know, Willie Sneed's just, if we're going to spend this type of money, I'd rather throw some more cash and go get that number one guy. Well, regardless, you know. it's all going to be what we're willing to give. We have a lot of people hitting free agency. I mean, Dez is there, Snead is there, all really all of our pass rushers are there. So it's going to be who do you want to bring back and who are you willing to sacrifice? I mean, if I had to guess, Judon's not going to be a, a Raven no. next year. So, I mean, Yannick, I think that's a no-brainer. I mean, people don't think he's making an impact. I mean, he is. I don't he know. Is. He really, really is. And I think he's going to be really big this weekend. But, I mean, I'm not going to lie – I mean, I'm ashamed of myself, to be honest with you. 
because I thought Duvernay was going to be very, very good this year. And I'm really disappointed in myself allowing myself to think that a third-round receiver and a six-round receiver was enough. It's not. You know what I mean? We just don't throw it enough. We just don't don't throw the ball enough. And people, this is a very frequent question I get. Why would someone like Allen Robinson want to come to Baltimore that's run heavy? Well, I mean, I guess the hope would be if you bring in a guy who's, uh, I mean, worth, I mean, worth it. And you know what I mean? That you would throw the ball more. I mean, that that's really the hope here. And I guess to win, you know what I mean? I, I think winning. I mean, winning is 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 a whole thing. I mean, winning. He he's not um, a rookie. He's not a young guy. He's not old. Um, um, but I think it's. He's at the point now, you know, he played in Jacksonville. He's played in Chicago. He's played – he's lost a little too much. Guys like that want to <laughs> go and win. They want to go to an organization. I mean, they want to get paid first and foremost, but they want to win. Sometimes it's not about your stats. You know, he's already, if he gets paid, he's already made that big contract. You know, he's not playing for another contract. Um, so, you know, it's just about going and, and, and winning and being a part of something special. And, um, you know, we have that, you know, we've got that opportunity. We, we have that pretty much year in and year out and you've got someone like Lamar, you can be a part of some electric offense and, you know, it's just, there's so much that's attractive, you know, with what we have to offer. So, uh, yeah, I mean, but it's completely, it's essentially up to these guys. I don't think anyone, I think there's only one guy that never wanted to play in Baltimore. That was Terrell Owens. (laughs) I remember, I remember when, you know, years ago we traded for him. And then the next day, something, quote unquote, happened to where the trade didn't go through. But the bottom line is he didn't want to come to Baltimore and play with Kyle Bowler. And that was it. <laughs> I, I can't blame him. I, I, I blame know. Him. But I was so pissed because I was thinking, like, we needed that 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 stud receiver. We were about to get T.O. And then he was, like, pissed on that shit. I'm not playing in Baltimore. I'm not playing with that crappy quarterback or however he, he felt. So, you know, I thought the hell with him, you know. So, Man. Another sneaky guy that, I mean, Allen Robinson, as great as that would be, and as much as I'm pushing for that, and I'm going to keep lobbying for that all offseason. But if we don't get him, which would be very, very unfortunate, I think another sneaky guy that I'd throw in there that I'm rooting for, Curtis Samuel. Curtis Samuel. I I like him. I mean, 5'10", he's more of a gadget guy, but I I think he offers you more than... uh, Sneed. I mean, I think you can bring Dez back. I think Dez will be fairly cheap, mm-hmm. but I don't see Sneed coming back next year either. But again, no. like going back to the draft real quick, I don't see. I mean, I think free agency is your only route. The draft. I mean, unless you're not pick, or unless you're picking Chase, um, Smith, or Waddle, I don't see. You know what I mean? Like, I don't see the point. But um, yeah, I I, I, I agree. I, and and I don't want to see Julio. I know a lot of people nah. are out there talking about Julio coming. I see all these these websites that are uh, you know doing these off season uh, predictions, and I think we're gonna probably do one at over at DynastyProsFootball.com. We're probably gonna do a few articles on free agent predictions and mock drafts and things like that. So you know, keep an eye out for that. But I promise you, we won't have Julio going to Baltimore. The money's just not right. The guy just can't stay healthy. Uh, you know, he's on the back nine of his career, and um, I just it's going to be hard to kind of dish him off. I, I don't know if anyone's really going to take take on that money, um, you know, to be the next Alshon Jeffrey, you know. Right, so. right. 
But uh, yeah. anyway, so yeah, yeah, you know, that game against the, the Titans, though, going back to it was just, it was special. It was great watching Lamar do his thing, um, shut people up. I mean, you know, we've all seen that stat where he threw for more passing yards than, than Ryan Tannehill, and he rushed for almost 100 more yards than, than Derrick Henry. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> you know, that says a lot. Derrick Henry, we held him to, I think, 40 yards. I mean, that's his lowest total Man, of the season. He was frustrated, wasn't he? Yes. He was very upset. I mean, that was his lowest total, you know, of the season. You know, he, you know, J.K. Dobbins had more rushing yards than, than Derrick Henry on nine carries, uh, on half the carries than Derrick Henry. Um, you know, Derrick Henry averaged 2.2 yards per carry. I love it, love it, love it. Now, I did oh, yeah. freak out a little bit. Man, A.J. Brown was was looking scary there at the beginning of the game but you know i got really pissed off when he pushed off on marlin uh in the end zone i don't know how in the hell they didn't call that but that was a a offensive interference pushed his ass right to the ground caught that touchdown that's a bunch of baloney but uh don't matter that's uh, that's in the past you know we won that game so yeah uh, and i guess in terms of wide receiver one i mean this is talking about both the buffalo and titans game i mean aj brown is not many corners in this league can really match up with him. I think there's guys like I mean, Ramsey who can, but I mean he's such a big physical guy. Like he's only six foot, but he definitely does not look it. Oh, he I plays think, a hell of a lot bigger. Right, than... He plays like six five. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And I I don't see. Um, I mean I, I think we match up better with Diggs than we do AJ Brown. You know what I mean? Well, so, Diggs is a a very precise route runner. And um, there may not be a better route runner in the NFL than Stephon Diggs. And oh, yeah. when you have someone with a cannon for an arm that's that's getting that to you, um, <clears throat> I uh, I'm not too worried about Diggs getting behind the defense. If we know what's good for us, we just can't let that happen. We got to keep him in front. Um, but yeah, yeah, it, you know we'll you know we'll get into that. But yeah. You know, but unless you've got anything to add about that Tennessee game, I think we kind of recapped that a little bit. There's no need in uh, talking any more about it. We've all seen the I, game. I just want to uh, give my game ball real quick. My game ball goes to uh, Pernell McPhee. Absolutely. Played his ball. best game of the year. Oh, my God. Maybe maybe his best uh, – I mean, now I'm not going to say that, but one of his best games as a Raven. Absolutely. That, that, that was just phenomenal. <laughs> I mean, he put himself in the right situation every single time to come make the play. He was extremely physical. Oh, I mean, he yeah, that, you 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 can really really hang your hat on a lot of guys on that defense. Derek Wolf played a hell of a game. Calais Campbell played a great game. Brandon Williams always goes kind of unrecognized. That whole defensive line shut down Derek Henry. Our linebackers played well. Um, obviously, you know Marcus Peters came up with a huge interception there. Uh, uh, Shit, man. Um, uh, Deshaun Elliott with that big hit oh, to knock that dude. ball loose. I mean, Malik, that was a big Malik play. Malik Harrison was another one. Yes. He laid some wood on Derrick Henry. I mean, a lot of these guys, it's so sneaky because, I mean, for a fan, you're not really watching the trenches too much. But um, I just, even for, I mean, overall, it was just a great performance. But the fact that it was against Derrick Henry, and for a guy, like, I wasn't really getting excited during the game just because I know what type of player Derrick Henry is and I know what type of team they are. Like, we were shutting him down all game. I mean, there was one play. He, I mean, if you looked on the field, it was on the TV broadcast, obviously. I mean, you were there. I mean, if he would have broke, I forget who came up on his leg. 
But if he would have broke away, oh, he was gone. Oh, absolutely, he was gone. And that's what is so um, just crazy about him as a runner. Like, you can shut him down all day, all day, all day. And he breaks for 70 yards, and then it's just you're demoralized, and you don't want to tackle him. And But, yeah, man, they just did a good job of consistently staying on him. And <laughs> Yeah, I mean, well, who was it, Week Martindale, that said, you know, I'd like to take credit for this for this scheme and yada, 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 but uh, it, it I can't. It was all 11, man. Yeah, he said it was the whole defense. They came ready to play, and, and, and it's absolutely true. They they were ready for the challenge. They stepped up and, um, and you know, and shut Derrick Henry down completely. And, so it's just I mean, going it's phenomenal. Going back to it, and I don't want to beat a dead horse here, but I think the most important, especially in the playoffs, is confidence, especially for a guy like Peters. Like, he has to be riding on cloud nine right now. So, I mean, they all needed that, and I think they all got it. So, especially against a team like Buffalo. <clears throat> Yeah. So let's. Uh, so you know, speaking of Buffalo, let's move on. Let's preview this game. But first, let's uh, let's kind of talk about a little bit the Ravens news. You know, you you just said you mentioned Marcus Peters. You know, he's he was back at practice today on a limited basis. Um, he had missed Tuesday and Wednesday, um, kind of with some back issues. But he's been playing kind of banged up all year. You know, he's been dinged up all season. He but he's been a. Uh, you know he's been a trooper. He's been uh, he's been playing. He's he's doing everything he can to stay on that field. So um, you probably heard his back from cleaning the the logo too hard. Could have could have been it. Um, DJ Fluker was back at practice today. He was a limited uh, participant as well. He's had some knee issues. Um, good thing is is Harbaugh uh, completely expects Peters and Fluker to play. Uh, this weekend, Matthew Judon's back. Uh, he practiced in full. He had been sick, non-COVID uh, related, but just um, you know, a little, a little under the weather the last couple of days. So yeah, it's you cold know, that's out it. Here, man. It's cold out here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So you know, that's really about it. No other big Ravens news to uh, well, to speak that's, on. That's uncommon because when you, I don't know about uh, anybody else, but when you're reading that injury report, I mean, off season, I mean, it's like you're reading the Bible. It's really mm-hmm. crazy, yeah. But uh, man, we were about as healthy as we could ever be, and it's at the perfect time. So, 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 man, we've Saturday night, man. A couple of nights from now, man. Mm. Two, what is it? Two more sleeps, bro. I've been biting my nails. I'm telling you, I'm nervous about this one too because I think <sighs> Buffalo's a damn good team, and they're hungry, just like us. You know, we're out there playing for respect, and so are they. You know, they haven't had a playoff win since 1995, bro. You weren't born yet. Hell, <laughs> oh, the, Raven, the Ravens... My brother wasn't born the, yet. Yeah, the, the Ravens didn't even exist yet, man. Okay, so that's the last time they've had a playoff win. Um, it's, <clears throat> and, and, you know, Josh Allen's kind of gotten some critique, not to the Lamar level by any means, about winning a big game. Um, but, you know, he finally did this past weekend, just like Lamar. Um, there's a lot of similar stuff, you know, to, to kind of, you know, kind of take into consideration. Now, some people are wanting to look back at last year's game. I think we played them in what week 14 or something. Was yeah. it week 14? Um, uh, you know, yeah, they, I, think that, I think that sounds all right. I, I think that, you know, they held Lamar in check. I think, uh, they held him to about 40 yards rushing one of the, I think the lowest total of the season. Well, you know, good for them, but. This is a whole. This is a year uh, over oh, yeah. a year later. We can't really use that um, to look I mean, I back on. It's gonna... fun. Yeah. You know, I mean, seeing the memes and 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 seeing the the gifts of of Lamar kind of shaking Matt Milano when he came out today <laughs> and said that they're confident that they can uh, 
that not stop Lamar but contain him and then yeah. watching him get his ankles broke last year on that play that Lamar rushed when he broke a thousand yards rushing. So, you know, yeah. that's cool. I thought, I thought people blew that out of proportion just because, I mean, what's he going to say? You know what I mean? Like, I mean, at, at the end of the day, I mean, it's his job. It's the whole defense's job. I mean, what, I mean, he's not. They all have to be and, confident. Right, exactly. Especially against a player <laughs> like him, right? Yeah, yeah. I think Lamar's going to shred us on uh, on Saturday night, but uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly you know, right. We're, <clears throat> we're crossing our fingers. Yeah. What what the hell else is but he man, supposed it, to it, say? It's it's going to be a classic, really. It is, and I think another reason why I'm so I mean, I get nervous for every game, but another reason why I'm like extra nervous is because I mean, we talked about it before the show, like it's the uncertainty. Like, is there going to be is it going to be a blizzard or <laughs> what's the deal? I mean, again, they're calling for one to three inches, but. I mean, it's, is it going to affect the game? We don't really know yet. You know what I mean? You know, it's going to be right at freezing. 32 degrees is right. what they're calling for. Like you said, one to three inches of snow. You know, winds uh, between 15, 25 miles an hour. Now, you and I have kind of talked, and then there's I'm seeing stuff on Twitter all day and even Instagram saying that this should favor the Ravens, you know, our rushing attack and this, this, and this. And, yeah, you can you can spin it that way. <clears throat> But it depends if there's if there's snow on that field because Lamar, I mean, he cuts. You know, his he he he's not a north south type of guy, man. The guy cuts, he shakes you. You know, that's what he does to move. Uh, same thing with J.K. You know, the, both of these guys cut like nobody's business. Now, not so much Gus, but um, oh yeah, he's gonna have know, a big day. <clears throat> We need we. I hope that it doesn't snow myself. Um, but some people like to say that uh, you know, hey, listen, Buffalo likes to throw. Buffalo's a throwing team. They're a passing team. And if it's snowing out there and and digs and you know, it may affect them throwing the ball. And uh, that could be. I, I, I guess you could look at it any way you want. You know, what's what's your thoughts personally on on the snow and how it could affect this game? You know. I mean, to be real with you, like, regardless, in rain or shine, whatever it's going to look like, snow, I I think we're going to come out and I don't think it's going to affect us too much. I think it's going to affect them more than it does us just because they're so reliant on – I mean, it really all depends on what Josh Allen's throwing the ball like. I mean, I think we can all sit here and try to – I mean, again, you said spin it our own ways, and I think the obvious – I mean, I think it sounds nice that the – Snow will affect Josh Allen throwing the ball, but he's such a gifted thrower. Like, is it gonna affect? I mean, who knows? You know what I mean? It, it's really all so mysterious. Like, I mean, they're calling for snow, but how bad is it gonna snow? Is it gonna be yeah. flurries? Is it gonna be? So it really all depends. And I mean, if I had to guess, I think. I mean, I just want a clean game, man. That's all I really want. I, I want it to be a straight up clear game. Just as I don't want weather to impact us, you know what I mean. I just want it to. Who's the best team? You know what I mean. Again, I don't. don't yeah, don't, yeah. Don't. I don't want it to be like that. I don't want it Absolutely. to go. Man, if if it wasn't snowing, we would have been able to play our type of football. That's just what I don't. I don't want there to be any excuses. I want it to be a clean game. Um, I, I I just I. I'm nervous about this game. I don't. Oh, yeah, I, I don't. You know, a lot of people go, "Oh, you know, Tennessee destroyed Buffalo earlier in the season." Man, that that was a whole other day. I mean, didn't the Jets beat the Browns for Christ in Christ's sake? You know, so um, you know, I mean, it, we're gonna run on them. Like, I, I got no doubt in my mind about that. Uh, it's just a matter of are they gonna hold Lamar? I mean, Lamar's gonna have to hit some throws here. So, 
I, I want a clear game. And Lamar's played some, and especially watching those games with Lamar at some points in his career, like, dude, he has played in some pretty nasty weather. Like, the one I can think of is the Niners game last year during his MVP mm-hmm. year. The, the New England game this year. So, I mean, really what I'm hoping for is a, a clear game that we can all enjoy and not have to freak out because, I mean, if it does get sloppy, oh, my God, I just don't want to have to deal with fluky turnovers and all that. You know what I mean? It's just it's I don't, something I don't yeah, want to worry people about. People slipping and falling, right. uh, you know, and just – Injury, uh, like, it's I not something I want to see. Yeah, I, I want to see a clean game. I mean, it can snow all at once, but I just want that field to be clean because – you know, Buffalo. Buffalo doesn't do so well against high-scoring teams. I mean, they have, you know, the Ravens had. They're a top seven scoring team this year. We yeah. average twenty-nine point three points per game. Um, Buffalo faced two other teams inside the top seven in scoring. Uh, they took on the Chiefs, who were at twenty-nine point six. And the Titans, who were at thirty point seven, they lost to both of those teams. Okay, you know, yeah. I mean, so that's a cool little stat. It's cute, you know, that you know we're a you know high high scoring team, and then Buffalo apparently. But listen, Buffalo scored. I mean, I think they were averaging like thirty one points a game. I mean, they put up a lot of points this season. Um, and and I think it really, I think this game really boils down to our defense. And absolutely. Getting to, getting to him, uh, putting pressure on him. I, we don't have to sack him, you know, five times or anything. Hell, I'd love to see it. But if we could just put pressure and and and, and there's a lot of video out there. If you're watching NFL Network, you're watching NFL Live on ESPN, whatever it is, watching things on YouTube, whatever it is. If you watch, just like Mahomes, just like Lamar, Josh Allen is deadly at. He is just. He extends the play, and, and he reminds me. This is what's crazy. He reminds me of Roethlisberger oh, back, back in Roethlisberger's prime, back in his day. Um, big guy, strong guy that can extend plays. And, and it looks like that if, if Josh scrambles to his right, he's a hell of a lot more dangerous. So it almost seems like it's just natural that maybe we're blitzing or if we're trying to put the pressure – what you want to do probably is seal the edges, you know, just kind of oh. like a Lamar thing. You want to kind of set the edge when it comes to him and kind of keep him contained, but yet having him feel the heat. Um, I think that's what you want to do. Easier said than done, but when this guy scrambles, he makes things happen. He did it last week against the Colts. He's done it all season. And, and that's why I said earlier, like, this is why it's going to be a big Yannick Ngakwe week. This is why we traded for him, a speed rusher who's going to – I mean, that, this is his whole purpose, to chase down Josh Allen when he gets out of the pocket. You know what I mean? I mean, mm-hmm. Onyx's not a slow guy by any means, and we're going to put the pressure on him. I mean, last year during the game, the Week 14 game, I mean, obviously we won. We blitzed him 31 times. It led to six sacks, and we got 14 pressures on him. So, I mean, that was no Yannick. I mean, no Derek, no Clayus. So, we're going to bring the heat, and I think it's really a turn of the tide. Like last week, we were dropping safeties. It was really run heavy. We had a lot, five on the line. This week, we get to, I mean, the defensive line last week had to prove their worth. This week, the secondary has to prove their worth. They're going to come at us four wide. I mean, they got f- four very dangerous guys. So, I mean, even like Isaiah McKenzie, who's deep on their wide receiver chart, he's good. So, 
I mean, they're they're going to spread us out. And they're going to try to. Um... They are absolutely. They they run a lot of four four receiver sets, which Baltimore, it, it, you know, historically even this year, you know, that's we don't really play the greatest defense on a, on that type of spread. Um, but you know, so they're going to try and exploit some of that, and you're going to see Josh run the ball, I think, quite a bit, to, especially on those third downs. You know, the Bills' offense is number one in the NFL on third down efficiency. And our defense is number two in the NFL uh, on stopping the defense on third down. So, you know, that's going to be one incredible matchup to see. Um, But, yeah, yeah, it – you know, I'm – this is such a great matchup. Oh, my Um, God, it is. Absolutely. For both teams. Yeah, I just don't want to see the weather – play a factor in this i really really i don't want to see it determine who wins this game man it's going to be a well regardless it's going to come down to who's the more physical team it's going to be a big judon and ngakwe week but and and again buffalo is a team that i've really been giving credit all year but last week did they look like super impressive like Allen made great throws but i mean if it wasn't for a a michael Pittman drop pass and a, a rodrigo blankenship missed field goal like we probably wouldn't even be playing them this week. So, again, it's it's going to be good. It's going to be – I mean, we know about the Baltimore Ravens, man. We, we're all fans of them. They're going to make this one more stressful than they need to. So, I, I'm really just going to – I mean, I'm going to get my popcorn and just tune in, man, and just bite yeah. my nails and hope for the best because it, it's really going to be a good one. I think we match it up for them perfectly. I think we have a – I mean, I think we're probably the toughest defense they've played all season. So, man – it's really going to be a good one. Yeah, and you know, and we're going to blitz. I mean, Wink has already oh, come yeah. out and said we're going to blitz. We're going to play our style of defense, and we're going to blitz, blitz, blitz. And 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 Josh is very, very good. Uh, he does a very good job against the blitz. So there's going to be a lot of like something's got to give when it comes to this game. Uh, the on one Saturday thing night. I do worry about is, I mean, Queen and coverage because I think one big part of this game is getting them off the field on third down. I really don't want – I mean, Queen's a great player. Don't get me wrong. I mean, we've drooled up about him all season long. Right? I mean, rightfully so. He has a great year going for himself, I mean, especially in his rookie campaign. But in coverage, he hasn't been the best, and I know they're probably going to try to attack him. So, it's, I mean, it, it's really just going to – and again, this is another thing. I mean, this is a game you really, really, really want Tavon Young. You wish you had him because, I mean, he matches up really perfectly with uh, Cole Beasley who has been a big, I mean, he's probably the second part, or, I mean, that's probably Allen's second read after Diggs. So, I mean, he was all pro this year. So, I'm really actually interested to see. How, I mean, they're probably going to line up four wide. I'm very, very curious to see who wing. I mean, I think he's going to throw them different looks all day to keep them guessing. But I'm very, very interested to see where Marlon Humphrey lines up. Well, if this I had is, to guess, yeah. he's probably going to line up in the slot. It, They could put him all over the place because there's no one that passes – uh, well, I'm not saying um, no one passes more than the Bills, but no one passed more than the Bills on first down. You know, it's kind of funny as we just played the Titans, who ran the ball more often than anyone on first down this year. Well, the Bills throw a league high 61% of the time on first down. So, got to be prepared for that. I think they can be a little one-dimensional because they're just not very good. Now they don't have Zach Moss. They're not very good at running the ball. And now that they're missing arguably their best running back, uh, that hurts. 
that hurts. So I think they're going to be one of those teams that's going to be throwing, throwing, and chucking that ball all over the place if they can. And another thing, you were kind of talking about uh, Patrick Queen in coverage. Let's let's flip the script here because I think Mark Andrews is oh. a huge, huge player in this game because the Bills' defense – you know, they're okay on the pass. They, 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 they're decent pass defense. Well, guess what? We don't throw the ball a whole lot. We run the ball, and they're not good against the run, but they've allowed more catches and yards to tight ends this season than any other team. So, you know, what are we thinking here? You know, we've got Man. one of the better tight ends in the yeah. league. Yeah. I uh, mean, last week, just basing it off of last week, I mean, Hines took them, I think it was 6 for 75, and Taylor had a pretty decent game himself. So I think it's just going to come down to if we can run the ball, man, they're really not going to have a shot. We just That, that pass game is going to be tough. And I also think, I don't want to look ahead here, but if we do rattle off this win, ah, ah, if we ah, do, Don't jinx us. Don't, it, don't, you, it, don't it, you start it, talking about... Again, we've got this. We've got the Bills in front of us. We're not talking about any other team. This a, I'm just saying, it's great preparation for a team that wears red and has a coach with a mustache. That's all I'm saying. All right, yeah, guys that eat, eats bratwurst for breakfast. I got you, man. I, I hear you. <laughs> but I hear yeah, you. I'm very. I mean, again, I, I want to sit here and analyze this game as much as possible, but it's hard because you don't really know what that field's gonna look like. But if, if it snows. I do have a score prediction. I want to drop this a little early. I do have I have twenty four seventeen Ravens. I do want to drop that a little early. Interesting. But yeah, I it's, it's again it's one of those games, man. I, I always have a Ravens win, but I won't be shocked if they win. I won't be shocked if we win. It, it, we're both great teams, but it, I one thing I will promise: it's going to be a classic, and it's going to be very very close. It's going to be close, and, and we've really just got, as much as I love Stephon Diggs, we're going to have to do the best we can with containing him and not yeah. letting him get behind the defense and, and catch these big chunk plays. Oh, yeah. Listen, we got to bend, but don't break. I mean, let Cole Beasley have his seven catches for 50 yards, you know, as long as he's in front of you. Uh, Gabriel Davis, you know, he might, they're, they're going to target him. They like to throw the ball downfield. We have to make sure that we're putting enough pressure on, on Josh to where he doesn't have the time to chuck this ball downfield. We've got a great secondary. We just can't let Davis or Stefan Diggs, you know, catch one and get behind us. I, there's no one that runs a better route in the NFL right now than Stefan Diggs. Yeah. He's the guy. He's got incredible hands. He's a phenomenal wide receiver, and and he's gonna get his oh, catches. Yeah, absolutely. I just don't want him to get those touchdowns. That's really what I'm. Uh, you know, we it's, just we let him have the shit in front of us. Don't let him get behind us. It's very similar to like a. It's very similar to Derrick Henry in a sense. Like, you're not going to stop him, but you hope to contain him. You know what I mean? You don't let him rattle off the big plays that's going to tire your defense out. Because, I mean, if Stephon Diggs gets going, I mean, we all know what that looks like. And he's so good. There's a lot of receivers, or there's not many receivers who can really take over a game and will their team to a win. He is one of them. He is. And if, if he gets going... It's going to be a very tough Saturday. I'm not saying we can't win if he gets going, but it's going to be a lot tougher. So I, ideally what I'm hoping for, I mean, luckily 
I think we, like again, schematically, I think we're best suited for them. We have, I think it's the highest paid secondary in football. So we're, they got to prove their worth, man. This is where they, they have to come to play. So Absolutely, absolutely. We just got, we got to put some pressure on Josh. We can't let him roll out. And, you know, and, and make and we can't allow these huge chunk plays. You know, we can't allow a big, big play, you know, for a touchdown. We've got to make sure um, of that. Um, just keep everybody in front of you is, is all I can say. Because they're going to have to throw. I don't see them being able to run the ball very mm-hmm. much on us. And on the flip, man, we're going to have to run the ball against them. I mean, you Again. Let's, let's do everything we can to keep our defense fresh. As fresh as we can, we did it perfectly last week against Tennessee. And let's let's chew up some clock and let's run the ball and let's wear their asses down. You know, let's just wear them down and play Ravens football. You know, run, run, run. We don't have to do anything cute. We don't have to do anything sexy. Just run the ball and make them stop us. You know, play our style of football play some good solid defense our defensive line should put a decent amount of 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 pressure on him to where our secondary may be able to hopefully can get that costly turnover hopefully late in the game like we saw against the titans well one thing i do hope is um i do hope we come out i hope we win the toss and i hope we defer that's one thing i mean it's a very small thing but getting the ball in half and i think us starting on our defense is huge and, I, and this is another thing Hollywood Brown, playoff Hollywood is a different beast. For some reason, he just he turns it on in the playoffs, man. He's under the lights. For some reason, he just turns into a whole different player. He's looking good. And, and again, he's going to line up against Trey White, and people are concerned because Trey White is Trey White. He's all pro, whatever the case may be. But we're using Hollywood in a, in a way he doesn't have to necessarily uh, fry a receiver to make an impact on the game. Like They're giving him screen passes. They're giving him handoffs. So, I mean, he's going to be, again, Greg Roman said it best. He's a big part of what we're trying to do over here. So he, he made a lot of plays. He Absolutely. made a lot of plays with his legs. You know, he broke a few and shook a few tackles, uh, you know, Sunday against the Titans. So, you know, he made some plays happen. And um, so, yeah, playoff Hollywood has been uh, shit, man. The second half of the season, Hollywood Brown has been wonderful to watch. And, you know, I'm looking forward to, uh, to more of it Saturday night. And we were all looking for it. He's just more physical. He's a way more physical player than he once was. He's laying stiff arms on people. He's trucking people. He's fighting for those extra yards, which is a, what a lot of people were looking for out of him. And, I mean, he looks like a completely different player. And I know he was getting a lot, a lot of flack earlier in the year from the fans. But, mm-hmm. I mean, we would not be the team we are without him, period. And I think that was one of the reasons why he caught a lot of crap because um, he just wasn't performing and, uh, you know, we weren't we weren't getting the ball to him. Um, but we figured something out, and um, we are putting the ball in his hands, and he's making things happen, and so it's just it's exciting to watch. But, you know, with all that being said, man, we, you know, we can sit here and talk about this, uh, you know, all night. And um, but, at um, some point, they're going to have to go out and play this game, and yeah. whatever, we, whatever we're saying is either going to be irrelevant or... I just yeah. don't want to see the weather play, no. you know, you know, determine the outcome of this game. I want to see the Ravens play their style of football, um, and I want to see our defense, you know, kind of keep them in check, you know, kind of contain them um, a little bit, which I I really do think that we can do. Um, But there again, the Buffalo's Buffalo's a damn good team. 
they're they're there for a reason and um anything can happen so um, i do think wink martindale is kind of licking his chops in a sense because i mean their backfield's down to and i'm not saying zach moss is like the dev like a devastating loss but it's definitely I mean, it's a loss like that that hurts a little bit because he's been pretty pretty good this year and he's been their goal line back but I mean, now they're down to, I think it's Antonio Williams. They just signed Devontae Freeman to their practice squad and Singletary. So, so again, going back to what you said, like, I'm, I guess you're just preparing for the pass. So you can't let Josh Allen take over the game with his pass. And, I mean, again, we could sit here and go on forever. But, oof, man, I, it, it's really – I'm confident, but I also get nervous. It's, it's – it's, I – oh, man, I, I don't know. I don't know. But I, I'm excited, man. The the just Josh Allen is is a special special player, um, and he can beat us. He can beat us, and Stephon Diggs is is incredibly special. He's an elite wide receiver. You know this team can beat us. So there's you, you, it's hard to go into this thing. I mean you have to be confident, um, you know, as a player. But I'm not as confident as maybe some others are. Um, yeah. you know, uh, just because I don't want to be that cocky guy, I'm not trying to be cocky oh, yeah, at all, but, like uh, guy last week I was nervous, man, this week I am too. So, uh, yeah, yeah, and we'll see. We'll see. We got to take it one at a time. Absolutely. And we never receiving core. I mean, we, we go back to digs, but again, we've mentioned guys like Gabriel Davis, Isaiah McKenzie, John Brown, if he decides to play Cole Beasley, they're just so deep there. And then we're so deep at corner. I mean, I, Grant, again, we have some injuries there. I wish, God forbid, man, I wish we had Tavon Young because he is a he's a big part of this game if he's here. Mm-hmm. But, um, man, it, it's really going to be a chess match out there. Yeah, we've got, gonna, we've got Jimmy. We've got Jimmy. We've got some guys. We've yeah, got Jimmy's going to – look, I'm, I'm glad Jimmy Smith decided to get healthy and be back for this playoff run because he's a big part. And I think it's so crazy. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, we're doing all of this without Ronnie Stanley, our all-pro tackle, and Nick Boyle. It's really, it's, I mean, and Tavon Young, it's, it's really crazy. This, this team has come such a long way. I mean, we were in the dumps. I mean, people were giving us no shot, and, I mean, here we are, man. A lot of people didn't lose faith. I know me and you are both of those, or two of those people, but, man, I'm ready for it. I'm really, really so excited yeah. for this team, and, I mean, really for just the future. Like, I know we're all stuck on this playoff run right now, and, I mean, rightfully so, because it's it's really a magical one. And, and dude, it, I know Jimmy Jimmy Smith did a press conference earlier in the week, and he said it feels similar to 2012, and it really, really does. It it's it's they they just look so good. And <laughs> what about what about Lamar, man? Mike Jones. <laughs> <laughs> Mike Jones. That's a little, I saw you know. Mike Jones. He actually. He made a uh, like a little Ravens like hype tape or something. Oh, that's he, awesome! Yeah, so I'm gonna go listen to that here in a little bit. I heard oh, it's pretty that's good. Great. So. Did yeah, you watch man. the thing? Did you watch that thing on YouTube that uh, the Ravens put out the uh, like mic'd up type thing they did for the oh, game? Oh, the Wire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was good, man. I, I, I popped that boy out last night and watched it. That was uh, I was, that was um, fantastic. I was actually on my uh, way home from the airport, and they were doing like this like little virtual rally thing. So I saw like Sarah Gusa was on there, mm-hmm. um, Ray was on there, and he was mm-hmm. talking about Marlon Humphrey and man, oh that was that was something cool. I really wish, oh man, I wish this whole COVID thing wasn't going on because I would love to have been in Buffalo for that game. 
Oh my lord. Oh. Yeah, yeah. I've uh, yeah. I'd like to go to it myself, but uh, it's going to be a cold one up there, and <laughs> uh, you know, is what it is. So, listen, man. We just we just need to shut up now. Yeah, we, we do. We, we need do. to we need to end this podcast. We're nervous. We need, we're we need yeah. We're just rambling on because we are nervous about this. But yeah, we just need to. Uh, we just need to let these guys play, and um, you know, we'll see. And hopefully, hopefully we have hopefully a hopefully we have, we have a good, good show. show. Yes. Yeah, we have a good show next week uh, that we can keep this thing going. So, well, yeah. I mean, again, I mean, next week if if something you know, I mean, if it goes into our favor, man, could you know? I'll, let's let's get away from the Ravens real quick. Chiefs Browns. Do you do you think the Browns have a shot? Yes. I I also agree. I I would tend to agree. I think three weeks of rest. I don't think that resonates good with any football team, and I think right when the Chiefs get out there on that field, they're going to get smacked in the face. They are, you know, the Browns. The Browns are going to try and 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 big boy them, but here's the thing: they can run the ball, and um, they they can't get out there in a you know in a shootout, but they kind of just did that. Um, oh, the, the Browns can put up points. Absolutely. They, they can, but they need to run the ball, keep Mahomes off the field, um, and, and hopefully put some pressure on him with Miles Garrett, Olivier Vernon. You know, those guys have, have proven all year that they are just studs. Um, I don't know yeah. if they do win that game, but I wouldn't be. It, it seems like a perfect. Uh, Kansas City game where they're losing for three friggin' quarters and then all of a sudden they come back in the fourth, you know? Mm-hmm. I mean, I could see that happening easily, you know. Uh, I, you I, know, them just kind of not getting the shit figured out until the fourth quarter. I so. think two big things coming, and you just nailed one of them. Running the ball, man. You, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb, you got to take advantage of that. I don't think the Chiefs defense can stop them. And again, I mean, I think there's a lot of quarterbacks – that are kind of hit or miss. Like you never really. I mean, Jared Goff's one of them. I mean, he plays this weekend too. Baker Mayfield. Like you never know what Baker you're gonna get. If you get the on point Baker who's feeling dangerous, you got something. I mean, I think he's ready to go blow for blow with Mahomes. I don't know if he can, but I mean, Baker is about as confident as it gets. But uh, man, I'm telling you, I, I I've seen several things this week. I've seen Sammy Watkins say that the Browns are no comp. Uh, and I just think the Browns are carrying a huge – I mean, even from last week, I still think they're carrying I, – I don't know if you've seen the little remarks Claypool's made and Juju's oh, made. Oh, yeah. Man, yeah. The Browns have a chip on their shoulder, and I don't like to give them credit because of the Browns. They're in our division. Man, they're they're flying high right now, and I'm honestly happy for them. <laughs> I mean, they're fans, man, They and even Buffalo's fans. I mean, I'm glad to see them. And, and really just the 2018 quarterback class. No one saw Baker being here. No one saw Lamar being here. And no one saw Allen being here. Yeah, Josh Allen and was part of that as well. Yeah. I think it's so awesome to see them all thriving as quarterbacks I and mean, young quarterbacks. And, and they're all young. And you got Mahomes as the, as the other right, guy. So right. all these young QBs. I mean, the future is so bright. And the AFC is, man, they got a bright, bright future. And we got a lot of football for the next 10 years or so. And we're lucky. Yeah, we are blessed. So, uh so yeah, let's uh, let's close it up. Let's uh, <clears throat> let's put this baby to bed, and um, you know, just uh, wish the Ravens well. You know, um, hope we play our style of football. You know, and uh, you know, see how everything goes Saturday night. Well, we're sitting here right now. Just, I mean, we're really going to be talking next week whether it was a win or a loss, and that's really yeah. just not sitting right in my head right now. 
Oh my lord, I'm nervous. I, I get so <laughs> I get so amped up and nervous. I mean, it's literally Thursday. I've been nervous since the game ended on Sunday. Yeah. Oh man. Uh, yep. So uh, you know, let's just uh, let's just leave it at that. So um, so for myself, Bob here and Blake, um, we oh, appreciate man. everyone listening to the show. We hope to be talking about an upcoming game next week. Um, But until then, go Ravens, and we are out. Bye.